0: It's time to go inside the front office of the Athletics with the general manager of the A's, David Forst. Here now is the David Forst Show with Chris Townsend.
1: The David Forst Show here on A's Cast Live. The show that you hear exclusively where you get the general manager of your Oakland Athletics. Big win last night.
2: Have we hit any homers yet today? I figured I'd come out here we'd already have three or four homers on the board. I might mean, want you get up there and swing it. You might be able to get some out of here. The way the ball was going out last night, I'd love to take some swings.
1: How many years is have you been here? This 20? is my twentieth. 20? 10 home you've never seen t-
2: Well, nobody had, apparently. I mean oh Coliseum history, right? Yeah. Ten home runs. Is it hard to believe? No, it's not. I've watched that ball go out all year here and in triple A. I mean, that's what that baseball does.
1: So Corbin Joseph just joined us and mm-hmm. You know, going into it, I wasn't sure how deep I can get into what it's been like, because, you know, some people are sensitive about that. But he opened up right away, so I went there. Yeah. That's not an easy life. You know, riding all those buses, all those bad hotels, being in all those small towns, and, and there's a point with your family, you start wondering, is this really for me, or do I need to go find another career to support my family, and the fact that, you get to make that call to bring him up what does that mean to you
2: no it's exciting it's uh it's a great part of the job to be honest and and you know Corbin had a little big league time so it wasn't uh it wasn't like this was his first call up but still he's you know he's spent so much time in the minor leagues and, and you mentioned the family you know that he's married he's got kids like they're traveling with him they're living along with him like hoping for him and he you know he basically got to the point in triple a where we couldn't not bring him up i mean he's he's hit 380 390 all season long he's done such a great job and um and it's been great to watch him go out the first couple games and contribute too
1: yeah because second base you know it was it was in chicago when the one double play where jerkson threw it into the dugout you know we've all been pulling for him and hoping that it would come around and it just the throwing has just not come around how much of watching him throw and still struggle with the throwing mean you had to make a move the,
2: the, the throws aren't they're not as as big a deal they they haven't been around that often I mean he, he's made the majority of the plays and you look at if you try and look at it objectively and look at the metrics on jerks and he's been just about an average second baseman the the, the throws that he's missed stand out because you know because they're such you know they're so hard to watch but this was just about the overall production from that spot. And obviously, Frankie Barreto was here. We gave him a little opportunity, didn't click for him. And we just, you know, you look at how good our infield is everywhere else, what we're getting from the outfield. We just, we, we want to try something to get some production from the second base spot.
1: And I know a lot of people said, why not play Chad Pender every day? But Chad Pender's so versatile. It's, it's, it's like, yeah, I understand. I'd like to see him there every day, but but I know he's got to play all over the diamond yeah, for Yeah, you.
2: you and I have talked about this plenty. Like, Chad's value is, is his versatility, that he can go in last night and play center field on the night where Mark Cannon needs a day because he banged his hand up in San Francisco. So, um, yeah, I mean, Chad's gonna get there against left-handers for sure. He's gonna play more second base, but uh, it's great to have him move around the outfield, you know, be able to do whatever Bob needs.
1: It's crazy to think that Mark Cannon and Chad Pinder play center field. <laughs>
2: Yeah, it's not, uh, it, it's not the, the game from 20 years ago when you needed your fastest guy out there. I mean, we do a really good job in positioning. Those guys have great instincts. That ball Chad caught, that line drive last night, that's a really tough play. Um, but he's a smart guy, and he was in the right spot at the right time.
1: And you know who likes both of them? StatCast.
2: Yeah, absolutely. They do they do a perfectly good job out there. And now that we, we can measure everything they do out there, I mean, within seconds of making that catch, I knew that Chad – his first step came 0.06 seconds after contact because he has that anticipation, those instincts, and he can make up for whatever he lacks in speed compared to Ramon. He knows where the ball is going to go.
1: So when you're watching the game, you have StatCast, all the readings of everything going on right in front of you? I do how cool is Je- that you jealous yeah i am a little jealous <laughs> you know that helped the post game show by the way <laughs> that kind of technology yeah
2: so we do have that we have access to that and and i know you know the root efficiency all that stuff but yeah we specifically called that up and his first step was point oh six seconds after contact
1: i think it's so cool i went down to the bullpen today while brett anderson was throwing and, and just looking at the technology and rap soto and just saying yeah. everything that you guys have right your fingertips on an ipad i mean it's just, it's wonderful for a player. I think, really, for pitchers, for me, because you know, hitters, you know, hitters. I was talking with Liam Hendricks about this earlier. Hitters, you can swing forever. Pitchers, you only got so much you can throw. Sure. So, if you can feel something, even though it might feel different, but if you see from the from spin rate, spin efficient, whatever, yeah. you'll know that's how I need to change my grip, and I don't need to throw it another eighteen, twenty times. The, the
2: instant feedback is is the best part of all this stuff we do there's so much information there's so much data you can get lost in it and and we try not to overwhelm the coaching staff or the players but these things that provide instant feedback like a rap Soto unit in the bullpen and you throw throw a pitch a certain way and you can immediately see what it did if it was effective and you can just you can repeat that and build the muscle memory Similarly, up in the cage, we have a hit tracks unit that after a guy's swing, it tells him the distance, the launch angle. He can feel, okay, I know exactly what I did on that swing. I know what the result was. Let me try and repeat that.
1: Have you had a player where you're feeding him information and it just goes bad and you just realize, (laughs) all right, uh, C-ball, hit ball?
2: Um, I don't know that I have a specific example. I, I do know there are guys who say, like, I don't want this right now. Like, if they're struggling or, or maybe the other way, they're going good. Like, I just want to, what you said, I want to go out there and just let my instincts take over. So we have had that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know if we've had the example you brought up. <laughs>
1: so one of the cool things about doing this show and being out here is everything that we get to see. And one thing that I saw today that was a great sight as early hitting today off the jugs machine, Ramon Loriana was taking some, some hacks. Yeah. It's a good sign. Where are we with him?
2: We're getting better. We're making progress. Ramon's actually been out hitting and throwing. Uh, you know, the one thing he can't do right now is run. And, and I think we're getting closer to that. But we know with this injury, stress reaction, you have to let it cool down. If you, if you ramp it up too quickly, we're going to be right back where we were on August 1st. And that's what we want to avoid. So, um, you know, I've actually I've seen him a lot in the training room while the team was on the road in Chicago. He's obviously anxious to get out there, but he is able to hit and throw and kind of keep those muscles going. It just it's a matter of when the doctors say, all right, let's try running see where we are see how you recover so we're we're making progress is
1: it one of those deals where he can get in the pool and there's a treadmill in the pool and do that kind of stuff yeah
2: brian shulman our uh, our athletic trainer's taking him up to cal a bunch to use their treadmill pool up there he's i know he's crossed paths with the football team up there a couple times and we don't have that here we have one down in arizona the treadmill pool but we don't have it in this facility so the cal's been nice enough to let us use their treadmill pool for ramon
1: at this time of the year, and thinking about last night's game and the game tonight against Verlander, you know they've got a they got a sizable lead. But doesn't this start to feel like playoff, playoff baseball in August?
2: It does. Uh, you have to sort of take a step back. And remember, we have 40, I think 40 and a half games left, uh, including the Detroit one. So you, you don't want to get too caught up in a series in August. Obviously, they're ahead of us. It would be great to make up some ground. Um, but, look, our guys take every night seriously bob wants to win every single night he goes out there so i don't worry about the effort um i just you don't want to you know you don't want to sacrifice stuff now knowing we still have a little bit of a long haul to go
1: let's talk about some real positives you know there was at one point where we saw matt chapman go two for 48 and you go he's too good for this right you need your all-star third baseman to be the all-star Talk about what you've seen the past couple nights because he's just carried you.
2: It was just a matter of time. I mean, I you know, shaved head, say what you want. He, he was going to come out of it no matter what his hair looked like. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's tough to watch him go through something like that. And, and as much as the other guys in the lineup depend on him, you know it has some ripple effect. But – um, but he's, he's proven you know, what we can do as a team when he's going right. And you, know, you saw the homer in San Francisco the other day. His homers come at big times. I think he leads the league yes. in, in, ho- in go-ahead homers, um, and he can carry us, and, and particularly when the guy across the diamond from him joins in. That makes a big difference. It makes all the difference for this lineup.
1: Yeah, I think it's 15 of his home runs have put the A's ahead, which would lead Major League Baseball right now. And that's something special. It's something that Chris Davis did a lot and hopefully get going again. And, you know, he has great career numbers against the guy <laughs> going tonight. You never think you'd get no, it going again against I Justin Verlander, but maybe Chris if, Davis. If only
2: we could face Verlander. We'll get Chris <laughs> going. It's not something you say. But uh, Chris actually hit two balls hard last night, you know, 98-plus mile-an-hour exit velo. He just got under them both. I think there's a light at the end of the tunnel for Chris I know I know he's working hard to get out of it and and again if Matt and Matt and Chris are all going at the same time we got a good shot
1: you know another great story and when we had Liam on earlier today just unbelievable Liam Hendricks closer all-star closer yep. and the confidence that Bob has in him kind of like how he had in Trinan last year talk about Liam
2: yeah I mean Look, a year ago, he was nowhere close to Oakland, um, and he came back in September and did a nice job. But, um, but he, you know, he literally worked and earned his way into that closing spot just by pitching great. Uh, and you mentioned Bob. I mean, Bob recognizes, you know, when changes have to be made, when guys deserve what they're getting, and uh, you know, it wasn't a big deal around here when Liam went into that closer spot for Blake because guys get what they what they deserve so Liam was pitching well Blake was great about it Blake's working back he's had some good outings and you know it's it's about the team and that's one of the great things about the culture that that Bob you know creates here in
1: the game right now for the first time in forever we're seeing that ERA for bullpens is higher than the starters right and we're seeing bullpens pitch more innings than ever before Do you think now that we're seeing this, we may revert back a little more to trying to push our starters to go a little more?
2: I think there's a, tipping point somewhere in there um yeah i mean starting i think probably with the royals in 2014 2015 you saw the game being shortened and leaning on the bullpen and look it's it's really worked a lot i mean when the astros won the world series they leaned on their bullpen a lot and obviously it got us to the playoffs last year september is a different game because you have basically an unlimited number of guys out there but i think we've shown during the season and bob's done a good job of getting our starters through six six plus innings so that you don't tax the pen too much and that you you really trust those guys um but i I, look i think the eras are a factor of again the ball flying out of the park and um, you know it, it doesn't matter how you get 27 outs as long as as long as you do with one more run than the other team as we saw last night
1: it's like the guy going tonight verlander he's going to go into the hall of fame he's given up more hum, <laughs> home runs than he ever has before but right. he's still having a great year but here he is again i mean we've seen this guy for so many he, years he just
2: won't go he's like a like a really bad unlucky penny he just <laughs> he keeps showing up um yeah whether it's detroit or here I feel like I've seen enough Verlander starts to last a lifetime.
1: Is it crazy the way he's going at 36?
2: It is. It really is. I mean, a lot of credit to him. He obviously has done a great job. He's still just as effective as what, 2012 we saw him in the division series. And, yeah, it's, it sucks. <laughs> yeah,
1: and Verlander again and his numbers here. But you know what I like about the, this is what it's all about, right? You got the Astros, then you got the New York Yankees to come to town. If you guys are going to make the playoffs, you're going to earn it.
2: Yeah, we got to go through everybody. I mean, we know to win the division, we have to go through these guys. Um, so we'll see if we can get there. But you got to beat the good teams. We got six against the Yankees coming up. Uh, we still have, to, you know, still have to play them another four-game series. So it's going to be tough.
1: Because the thing for me is we've been looking at winning percentage for schedules the rest of the way, and you're, the winning percentage for your schedule is the highest out of all the guys battling for the wild cards. I noticed. Yeah. But you know what, though? <laughs> y- you want to be red hot. You want to be battle hard when you get into the postseason. If you're going to get into a wild card, right? Don't you want to be that? You do. Guy?
2: Yeah, I mean, you want to get there. But yeah, you want to earn it. and You want to go. I think I think. feel like. Tampa plays Stockton coming up pretty soon. Like, Tampa's schedule is amazing, <laughs> um, and we're going to have to deal with that. But then they, they get into September and they play the Red Sox and the Yankees in their division, so they'll have their, their work cut out for them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, you, we don't have a choice. We don't get to make the schedule, and you got to go through these guys to win however many 95-plus games to, to earn it.
1: One thing we've always respected about you guys is that you don't go into full rebuild mode, right? You, you guys just don't do that. And that's kind of the problem that we have in the American League is we have a couple teams that are historically bad, right? <laughs> if they keep losing, they could break the record of 120, or at least tie the American League record of 119. But you got a bunch of teams not trying to compete, and it just kind of seems like this is not good for the game. How, how do you view that?
2: I, I think I'd agree. I mean, I, I think you get past July 31st, and there's there's two tiers. I mean, there's teams that are trying and teams that are not, and. If you're lucky enough to, you know, to play the teams that are not, you might have some wins, but it's, it's tough. I mean, I can't speak for the fan bases in those cities and, you know, how they do attendance-wise, but clearly, I mean, there are games on the schedule you look at and you're like, well, that game doesn't mean anything, and it's still early August, so that's that's not great for the game.
1: Yeah, and, and I don't want to disparage, disparage people in uniform. The people in uniform are trying. It's just they don't have enough talent to compete and it just seems in certain divisions not in the a's that they're all coming up in the central and in the east and that's who the rays have and that's who the indians and the twins have and you just go man you wish your everybody was trying to put their best foot forward i agree and we talked to farhan about that by the way oh, in san you? francisco because he because i was like hey everybody thought you were going to go into full rebuild mode and he goes no i learned from being over said, there he's
2: got A's dna in him still even though he's over there so uh no credit to, to far they've played well beyond what anybody expected over there I think and they're legitimately in it I mean they got to go over a few teams to get to the wild card but you know they played us tough both days they beat us Tuesday night with the guy I wish they traded on the mound but um, no I I think he thinks the same way
1: and I did ask him I said Is the Cold War thaw over now? Could we finally see a deal between you and Farhan? And he goes, yeah, I I guess you guys talked. It just didn't work out. But at least you you
2: guys are legitimately talking. We uh, we talked before. Bobby and I talked all the time. We just never came up with Farhan and I will figure out a way to make a deal.
1: That'll be interesting. (laughs) All right. It's a sprint to the end. We always appreciate it. We'll talk to you next week. Sounds good.
0: This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.